This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 85 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Um, this is two weeks in a row, so we probably won't do too much of a backstory because I think we're we're yeah. kind of caught up. Do you remember back in January when we were like, we're going to hit so many episodes this year now that COVID's slowing down. We're going to do an episode a week. And we, so, then we didn't do that. So the two, <laughs> so the two podcasts, so this one and the Galen Trombley show, the like, I wanted to do one a week. That's my goal for both. And the only difficult thing about this podcast is because it relies on two people consistently. The Gail and Trombley show, if somebody cancels on me, a lot of times I try to have two lined up in a week because <clears throat> as, as you know, frustrating as it can be, some people just have to cancel. And yep. then, so then it's like, well, if somebody cancels instead of two this week, I'll at least have my one. Yeah. So that's what I try to do. Like this week, I was supposed to have two. I had someone cancel. I have one lined up for tomorrow that I know was coming. They confirmed unless something happens between now and you know tomorrow afternoon. But they at least I, mean, I plan for that. For you and I, it's tough because like, well, I have a, well, I have a pain I, schedule too. Yeah, like our schedules aren't great together. Like, no, you're kind of like your free time is kind of when I try to wind down and vice versa. So it's we're always coordinating that. But the other thing is I try not to just be like. Okay, it's the Ellie and Galen podcast, and then Ellie's on like 30% of the time. Because yep. <laughs> I could be like, okay, I'm going to do it at 10 yeah. o'clock on a Friday morning, and I'll bring in someone else, which we've done before. I yeah. do solo, but I just don't want to turn it into, like, we put out four a month, and you're on one to two of them. Which I guess we could do, but I don't I think it's fair. I, like, I, I, like, I, I like wouldn't be offended, you, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like having you, like, part of it. Um, but that's why it's a little more difficult. And then for both of us to say, we're going to do two this week. Is tough. Like uh, we're trying I don't to get know one if we could ever two. fit two in in it's, one week. Yeah, like one is tough enough that we've just we always have, which is weird. We have it on Tuesday, and Tuesday's never good. So no, I always it's move not. It to Wednesday. We all we do it every Wednesday. week. Let's make Wednesday. Okay, because yeah, I do it every week too. I just move it. And I'm I like, have two two weeks out of the month. I have board meetings on Tuesday. It's never a good. Yeah, it's never just, a good time. Yeah, it's perfect to punt Tuesday. Um, all right. So topic today, we kind of just we actually did a little prep, which is about two minutes of us bantering before, but. Um, I put down motivation, clarity, decisions are kind of, I know they're all kind of different, but they're all more like mindset and how we not really necessarily real estate, but kind of how we focus on, um, the motivation, I guess, slash decisions on stuff that we do or don't want to do. Cause mm-hmm. that's kind of what you were talking about. And then clarity, um, with the idea that if you have so much stuff going on in the day, everybody, you know, at the end of the day, like I say it all the time, I'm busy. But everybody's busy. We all have yeah. stuff going on in our own, you know, whatever we, we are doing, um, people are busy. So it's kind of focusing on when you have a gazillion things going on and running through your head, um, what are the things that you prioritize, take precedence on and clarity, meaning how do you kind of like filter through the chaos and the mess of everything and then really pick out stuff to actually plan and do and prioritize in your life? Yeah. So where do you want to start? I don't know. Do you want to do, let's do the decision one that you talked about, like oh, decisions, yeah. like, so go into that. Um, I just wanted to know, cause everyone, people tend to handle this in a variety of different ways. When you have something that you should do, but don't necessarily have to do or don't have to do it at, a, at that time. And, but you really don't want to do it. What do you do? So like, I'm trying is, to think of an is example. This, is this something that needs to be done meaning someone else is relying on you to do it or is this something that you would like to get done 
and you need something you need. So, like for an example, um, like, like, like it- doing your taxes. So obviously you to you have done. to do it at some point. Yes. But do you January first sit down and be like, I hate doing my taxes. I'm gonna do it right now, so I don't have to do it. Or do you put it off until April fourteenth? Me pers- or in between. Me personally, I do it sometime between February and March because typically all my stuff, like I'm just for taxes. So just example wise, like if something like taxes, like let's say you absolutely despise doing taxes, how would you handle that every year? Would you do it as so, soon as you could? Or so my, I'll, I'll give you an example for taxes. I would do it in January if I could. Typically, but do you hate doing them? I hate taxes. I hate doing taxes. Um, shout out, shout out to my tax guy. Uh, no tax. Um, yep, my, that's my tax guy too. Forrest Edward, <laughs> shout out. Uh, fantastic. Uh, straight up plug. If you guys don't use For- – Forrest is great at what he does. So if you're looking for someone that does accounting, um, super knowledgeable, super, uh, I think, very responsive. and um, It's very easy too. You just upload everything and then just that's it. So I was always the guy to do taxes. That was – I had all my stuff. My receipts were in a grocery bag and my – I had email saved. I had everything. I had yeah. everything I needed. It just was not done Organized. efficiently where yeah. it took me hours to do it. So I would say it would take me easily six hours in a stretch to start from start to finish. And then it was like a couple emails back and forth and, oh, by the way, I need this. And by the way, I need this. And then I'd get them. Yeah. Um, my taxes this year took me all of about an hour to do because I had everything done through you know, QuickBooks. The systems and everything, right? And I knew exactly kind of what to get to Forrest and I just gave it to him. And I think he gave one email back and me and my wife were able to respond to that like probably the next day with whatever awesome. we needed. So that was quick. I usually, I personally would do it in February or uh, January. I usually wait till February or March because by the time I get all my return, like my health insurance paperwork, the, yeah. the, the, your, you my, don't ten, get everything my 1099. Yeah, I usually get it by February. I don't start it until I know I have everything in. Um, I would say I'm typically all completed by sometime in March. I do not procrastinate the day before. I never have. Last year was the only time that I filed an extension ever uh, because of just COVID. And I just honestly, half my stuff was here. We weren't like, it was just kind of chaotic and I just never got to it um, because things kind of shut down right as I was getting all my paperwork together. So it makes sense. So I would have tackled that head on. But okay. So, but, but if we're going like in general, in general, in general, something you hate, but. If it's something that needs, so perfect example, I had to check on something today. Someone asked me about a question about a property. It was one of those, they like messaged me on like Facebook or something. I was looking at it. I got it late. It was one of those things that I was like, you know what? I don't have the bandwidth right now to focus on this question because it's not a yes or no thing. I have to like research and kind of do a little bit more thinking. That was probably a day and a half ago. I was planning on doing it. I punted it from yesterday because I just didn't have time to get to it. And I put it to today and I made sure I got it done today. Yeah. So that one, I punted it from Monday evening. I think I got the request. I responded Tuesday morning, which is yesterday, saying I will do it. And I ended up not, I kind of ran out of time yesterday to finish it. So I made sure it was done today. So I guess that's like, that was probably the extent of my punting is probably mm-hmm. a, if someone needs something, it's like less than, it's usually a day tops because oh, yeah. like, I want to get back to that person because yeah. they're keeping me accountable. Yeah. Um, if it was, if it's me doing something for myself, not that I don't want to do it. I just push stuff off that I need to do setting up a doctor's appointment, set doing stuff for like my, uh, something for my car, doing like anything like that. That will get punted weeks. Yeah. Be pushed yep. off, pushed off, pushed off until the point where I'm like, I just got to do it. Yeah. So yes. And that's not because I, 
Surprise. It's kind of I just don't want to do it, and yeah. I just have other stuff going on. I'm like, it's not. It's, it's priorities. It's for me. Nobody yeah. else is forcing me to do it. I'm just kind of less pressure. It. So yeah, yeah. there's less accountability. It's yeah. just myself, and I'm like, it's not a high priority on my topic or yeah. my list. So that I would potentially punt. I usually though try to get stuff done. I kind of have the mindset of if it's something that needs to be done, I focus on like one step in front of the other. Kind of mm-hmm. like if I was to hike up a mountain, yeah, you don't just get to the top. You have to just take a step, take yeah. a step. So it's almost like, okay, I got to move all the, like this wood pile. This one was a kid. You had to take all the wood in the pile, put in a wheelbarrow, bring it over and stack it. Yeah. So you're looking at it. What's the easiest way to get it from point A to point B It's just to start. Yeah. It's like start putting them in the wheelbarrow and just roll. And eventually you'll kind of get a more efficient way. But to be honest, just start. Don't overthink it. Just, just do it. One foot in front of the other and go. So I think when I get to some points where things have to get done, I'm in the mindset of just like, you know what? It sucks. Just do it. Take a step. Keep trudging, knowing you're moving forward. So yeah. that's kind of my mindset for that. What that about sense. you? Um, probably similar in most respects where if it's something work-related and someone asks me to do it and it's something that they're relying on me to do, usually I'll do it right away. Um, if for no other reason but that if I don't, I might forget to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, if it's someone else is relying on me and holding me accountable to it, usually I will get it done immediately whether or not I want to do it. If it's something that is for myself, usually it takes a very long time. And I'm the same way with like breaking it down. It's very helpful for me to make a checklist of like, if I need to do something, breaking it down into really, really simple, easy steps, because then I feel good as I check them off as I go, and I'm like, yay, I'm accomplishing this one thing by breaking it down into tasks. But usually that's several months after I initially wanted to do it, because I just didn't prioritize it. Um, yeah, there's, there's sometimes I think if you have, I constantly have tasks and lists and things I want to do, and I kind of have some deadlines, some loose deadlines, but I really think that if I... If I look at everything now, say January 1st, look at everything I want to accomplish, and I'm like, God, it's so much, and you start going. If I was to look back on December 31st on the year, I would look at it that, it, to me, I just accomplished a ton. You know what I mean? So when you start off on January 1st and say, this is what I want to do from point A to point B in the end of the year, that looks like a hot, tough hill to climb. And sometimes it's you don't really get to see the, I guess, like uh, like fruits of your labor kind of thing until you get to the end and turn around and look back. And I'm sometimes bad at looking back at stuff but even if i look back like two years ago three years ago ten years ago i'm like holy crap like i've done a ton or or accomplished a lot yeah in my head it feels like i'm still like so far behind and i think that's part of like i guess stop and smell the roses kind of thing or whatever yeah. that um and i think a lot of people probably can relate to that especially if they're very like goal driven and, and like task driven and want to get stuff done that you're always like you know what it's done i don't want to think about it even though it's an accomplishment i've just i got to keep like chipping away and that sometimes to me um adds to kind of our other topic we might actually just make it a separate podcast but the clarity aspect like sometimes that clouds my clarity because yeah. i have too much stuff kind of like can't see it, the forest for the trees yeah exactly there's the trees are very thick at times and yeah. it's just like oh and um yeah it makes it it makes that part tough but i really you know i try to I try to make decisions, like if I don't want to do it, I just know like it's kind of like it has to be done. Mm -hmm. Now there's sometimes too, doing this the other day, I have like a running, do you remember the, well, I still have the same whiteboard, but remember when I used to have just a bunch of stuff written on my whiteboard, just lines and lines and lines. And I remember sitting there one time, talking about clarity or or simplifying. I remember like looking at it one time and I was like, 
I'm just so overwhelmed because yeah, it's, it's in my much. face every day, and I'm like, "Well, I should do that. Actually, I should do that. That'd be a good idea if that's it. and then, like this. I was just constantly doing this. So my thing was, okay, if I was to do that, let me just. I didn't erase it. I yeah. mean, I did. I typed everything out on an uh, actual Word doc. It just says like a whiteboard to dos. Yeah. And it's stuff that I just add to and I add to and I add to. And what happens is, over the years, because it's only been it's been a couple of years now. This was going through. I'll come up with an idea, and in my head, I'm like. I will not implement that anytime soon. I'm just gonna put it onto that white that document that's probably like seven pages long now. Maybe maybe actually no, I think it's I think it's twelve pages. Wow. I think it's twelve pages long. Um I said six, I simplified it something down to six. So it's yeah. it about twelve pages. I'll just dump it on there, delete the email, delete the article or whatever, and I had the general gist and I just throw it there. Yeah. And then I probably go through that list once or twice a year. And a couple things jump out at me and I take care of them and the rest of it I just leave there. And yeah. then eventually some of that stuff's like archaic and it's like you know what i'm never yeah. gonna do that again i just delete off my list yeah so that's i guess for me is sometimes we're like i just brain dump stuff and then i just feel like it's out of my brain on a piece of paper so i if i need to a reference i can find it but it's not it's not um was it analysis by paralysis it's not yeah. like it's not like sabotaging my ability to make moves because i'm like too caught up with that so i try to break yeah. that down to what is the most essential thing which Granted, it's tough to do. I'm not great at it. I try, but um, I'm always got it. It is like I got a pile of paper sitting right there. And like I kind of have some blocked off, but some of those are like teed up for the next thing. And I got to prioritize. Like, okay, move these three, like these three, like groups of papers or, you know, like paperclip of papers over and just yeah. focus on this before I start on that. Well, you've, you've seen my desk. Yeah, I, uh, anxiety level, but yeah, yeah. no, constant anxiety. <laughs> but I, I, if I put it away, then I forget about it and I don't do it. So I have to leave it on the desk, but then I have more things that end up on my desk. Does so that distract like, you though? Yes. But uh, I mean, I, I have discovered, I have, I've organized it better now because I was able to get, um, oh, I, I actually stole it from another office cause someone wasn't using it. Um, uh, like an, like a, a tower, where you can like put papers in different oh, yeah, levels. Yeah, so I like created some kind of system for things I had to do because if I put it away, I'm not going to remember to do it. And so ha I, I have to see it in front of me, but it also has to like move. Otherwise it just blends in with the surroundings and I completely forget. So I, that in the, in the task list, but you know, I, I don't like having things all over my desk. I try to make it not leave until everything on it is clean, clear mm -hmm. by the end of the day. But some stuff is just, not something I can do in one day. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I came in Sunday morning and I like, I had like my drone over there and a bunch of parts and pieces and stuff. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't, this is not where it's supposed to be. So no. I, I organized it. I put it up on my shelves. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to get off my desk. And like the pile of papers on my desk is like a very minimal pile. To be honest, like all those doc, I, I could probably put those off, like off my desk too, if I had to. So like my desk is very clean right now. But I like walking in, having like a blank canvas and like what I want to work on or my computer or my phone or whatever I need is there. And mm -hmm. I just focus on that because I get distracted very easily if there's something there. Because in my head, I'm like, what am I missing? What am I missing? Yep. And I feel like Dory from like, we, we would just watch Finding Nemo with the kids. That's why it's on. But like Dory, where she just like keeps forgetting. Yeah. I'm one of those people that I'm Me like, too. ah, that list. Like, I'm like, you just checked that yesterday. There's nothing in that, 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 uh, legal pad of notes that you need to do yet because it's not as important as this one yeah but i'm constantly am i missing something am i'm I missing always something? worried that i've forgotten something even at the end of the day and i'm going uh -huh. home like is there 
I feel like a constant, constant nagging feeling that there's something that I was supposed to do that I can't remember that I was supposed to do. And usually there's not, but occasionally I'll, you know, a couple of days later, I'm like, ah, shoot, I was going to yeah, call that I, person or. Yeah. And that's, that, that, well, that's one of my, my things I fear the most is saying I'm going to do something and not following through on it. So I am constantly, if you text me or email me or, or message me, I might respond to you. And waiting for you to respond back, but I will screenshot that conversation. I will email it to myself, then I will upload it to top, which are our, our uh, yeah contact manager, and then I'll make a to do to say follow up about their Facebook message. Yeah, and that's how like neurotic I get. So I don't let anything slide to through the cracks because my thing is like if I wait for them to follow up, wait for them to follow up, wait for them to follow up, and they don't, then all of a sudden either I like, lost an opportunity. Well, I lost an opportunity, or if I don't follow up with them and they said that I was going to, then they're like, well, this guy never gets back to me, which. Yep. In real estate land, that's, that's common for agents. They don't do it. Like that's that's one of the things as I tell every new agent, I'm like, if you tell someone you're gonna do something and you follow through on that, you are already better than eighty something percent of agents. And I bet you that number's pretty darn close. And that number yeah. actually might be generous. It might be actually more than that. Yeah. Um that agents just don't do what they say they're gonna do and don't do it when they say they're gonna do it. And that to me is like Dude, you don't have to be knowledgeable at real estate. You don't have to be experienced in real just estate. Just communicate. That's you have it. to be well. You have to communicate and you have to be organized. Like, yeah. That has nothing to do with real estate. That's just life. Like if you're organized and you follow through on what you're gonna do, you are gonna. And this is probably true for any company. Yeah. But you're gonna leap past all the people that are just too lazy or too disorganized to do it. And that's. that's I always tell the other counselors at at friends is you know. The, Number one reason people get mad about a host of things and, and sometimes, you know, you're, you're going to be the bad guy whether or not you have anything to do with, with the problem. But generally speaking, the the 90% of the time if someone is mad at you, it's because you did not communicate effectively. Oh. It's almost always. Like, it's In very, life. very rare. Yeah. If anything, even like when you think about relationships and friendships and oh, politics spouse? and everything, it's all just you say something and you think you're being clear, but you're not using the words that th- that person needs to hear to understand I, what you're saying. I would like, I would say from a business standpoint, hundred percent from a, like me and my wife, like 90% of our arguments or more are just from miscommunication. It wasn't anything malicious. It wasn't like, it was just like, I didn't communicate something or you didn't communicate something or there was a miscommunication or whatever. Communication is so important. Yeah. And that's, and that, so that's always something that, and that's just in general, with your friends and with family and with clients and your spouses as human like, beings in general yeah it's yeah. just you gotta you gotta be yeah and it's tough like i said we're all human we all make mistakes and i think you know giving i had actually had a well, we were just talking about that before we came in the air about giving people like benefit of the doubt and not like you know coming in from a good place and not yeah not like not your opening line like how like could you shitting on the other person kind yeah. of deal so it's more of you know i think you got to come from a place of you know i think empathy is a big word nowadays but i think it's People that have empathy, it's like a buzzword now, but I think, you know, empathy is just caring for people and being open and, and being accepting of people. It's unfair to it's- expect everyone to know the right thing to say or do 100% of the time. And I think sometimes we come into some a situation where someone is not on their best day or does not say the exact perfect thing or do the exact perfect thing. And instead of saying, well, like, you know what, I, I do that too. Because uh, we do, I- we all m- make mistakes or get in awkward situations where you don't know what to say. And instead of saying, Oh, well, why would you say that thing in such an like awkward or unkind way? You have to realize it's not fair. We're all just people just doing our people stuff. And it's not fair to think that well, you're going to be perfect 100% of the time. So a couple things like one benefit of the doubt of, did they have all the same information I did? Or do I have the information to like, what's my opinion? And I do this all the time. If somebody does something in my head, I'm like, why did they say or do or react that way? 
And then I sit there in my head and play stuff through like, maybe were they did they not know this detail did they not know this or am i missing something yeah you don't know what's going and on so in i don't life. come at them like oh you idiot you screwed up on something i come through i'm like hey i i'm just not you said this and i i like this and i'm trying to like get down to the bottom of am i yeah. missing something and most of the time it's like because at that point you're coming in from a position of like let me just i want to get on the same page i'm not being confrontational i just yeah. want to come up to a conclusion or a, a yeah a resolution and when you do that you know i find that both sides are more accepting because and my friend Posted this the other day and I loved it. It was, uh, and I, I'm gonna totally butcher it's like an office quote. I'm gonna butcher this, but the general gist of it is, and it's something funny. I do this without, with I haven't like articulated it as mm-hmm. well as this was, but basically something along the lines of, I just assume, I just assume that everybody is doing the best they can, and that just puts me at ease because you're not judging people. Yeah. Not, like, so if I'm like, if you do something, whether I think it's good, bad, great, terrible. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that's Ellie's decision based on whatever. And she's, I would hope benefit of the doubt that she's doing the right thing. Yeah. And if maybe it's something I wouldn't have done that or said that, but maybe I'm like, you know what? She's maybe she didn't say the right thing in my eyes or in a lot of people's eyes, but maybe she just, you know, for whatever reason, doing the best you can, something happened. And I think if you come from position of that, where you're just knowing that people are just trying to, because again, life's, Hard. When like, you know five percent, not even one percent, you, you see one percent of their life, and it's you can't yeah. make a hundred percent assumption on one percent of a situation, basically. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like I said, just trying to read people. I think if just people are more, again, empathetic and just open to like, hey, I don't have the same background or same viewpoint or same, I guess, data input that that person has based on what they said. Yeah, I see the output, and like you said, a very small amount of the input. Um, but I got to come from a position that their input projected that output. And then I can then kind of at least understand kind of where they're coming from. And I, I, like I said, you know, be a little more empathetic to, okay, that I can see why they made that decision. Yeah. And now we can have a conversation about it instead of a confrontation where this turns into like a big blow up. So yeah. again, yeah. lack of poor communication, not lack of poor communication. So, um, all right. So we're going to do these two topics. We'll do this topic later, do that topic later. So we're just like, we're just, we're rolling. Prison. We never have topics. No. So now we have some ones. build up. We got two. We got yeah. at least two that we can hammer out. So we got 86 and 87 already rolling, probably like 88 and 89. Cause I'm sure we'll have stuff pop in between, but fun fact, office quote, lighthearted joke gesture of the week. I don't know. Lighthearted gesture of, gesture the, of the week. That makes sense. Gesture, gesture, gesture of the week. <laughs> Um, you go first. I'm thinking. Fun fact: I'm 31 years old, and today I finally picked up my first ever suits. I've never owned a suit before in my life. Me neither. 31. Well, <laughs> I've never owned a dress either, really. So there we go. But um, it's but yeah. So that was that's fun fact. I'm 31, and I've never owned. I have a lot of like suit coats and pants, but never a matching combo set. So I like, always look like the like. Like the, like the bum guy at the wedding that just kind of like rolls out more. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like just roll out and like not matching. And like, it kind of passes at some, like some weddings you can pass off with like khaki pants and a blue jacket and then some wedding or some weddings or funerals or events. You're like, I probably should have like, <laughs> matched. Khakis and a blue jacket I should, I should have funeral. matched the attire with the same, like I've done, I've done this too. I've done like, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> turn into a Catalina wine mixer. No, so, like, <laughs> but like I've gone before to like, like events where I put like, you were with one of them. Remember we went to the, the Halloween's party and had to dress up like, I don't even know what we dressed up as. Me and John dressed up as like men in black or something. Oh, yeah. So yep. 
It was like, oh, you're going to wear a black suit. I don't own a black suit. I own a black jacket and black pants. And you wear them together, like from a yeah. distance or black. When you get up close, you're like those, those are, are two different cool. shades. <laughs> like they're two different shades of black, man. They don't even fit. And they don't look so so goofy. So I'm like, you know what? That's I'm, exciting. I'm 31. I got to graduate. I got suits. I got a couple now, multiple styles. We're good. Nice. How many? What colors? I got three. I got. I'm, I want basic. I want basic. I wanted to get my. Well, wanted, that's what you got to do for your first suits. So I got to get my basic. Oh, because yeah. I was looking at some suits. I'm like, dude, I'm gonna totally get like, I'm gonna get like the smoker jacket one. No, I'm gonna get like some of these like little more wild suits later on. But black. Gray, blue, just basic. Can't go wrong. Got a bunch of combos that all match. What kind of gray? Um, they're in my car. I'll show you, Ellie. They're it's like, like it's light like, gray or dark gray. It's uh, it's more in the light shade. Interesting. It's not as dark. It's not like a charcoal gray. It's more of a oh god, this is dumb. I don't know. What it's not like it's a, a slate, slate gray. gray. <laughs> yeah, slate gray. There you go. Rock and roll too. Uh, no, it's like uh, it's lighter than my laptop. It's um, darker than your hat. That would have been a. Oh, about the same color. Interesting. Roughly. Why? She's very, very light. Okay, so Ellie doesn't. I'm not like judging. That. I'm. So not I will judging. not wear that suit. I, just, you. I, I wouldn't have bought suit. that suit. But um, the black one, I'm sure, looks very nice. No, I didn't want dark because the bl- the dark sometimes blends in because the blue suit is a little more on the darker side of blue. Okay, so you went. The you got like a little bit too dark and then a light. Yeah. So this is my lightest suit that I have, which I wanted to make it a little bit more. I wanted some contrast, so I wanted like. I wanted like three pillars and then I start filling in the gaps. So you get a yellow shirt and you can be like the ray of sunshine in the clouds. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. First, first event, I'm You're busting welcome. out the suit. I'm going to be a ray of sunshine. <laughs> um, so that is it. That's my fun fact of the week. I now have suits. I still don't, I still don't have one. I still dress like a bum, but all right. There's a really terrifying squid and I don't remember what it's called. I think it's just called the long arm squid, but they're ginormous and they're terrifying. And I, I encourage everyone to look it up. I'm going to, you know what? If you go and you Google or YouTube or whatever. Yep. It's a long arm squid. Big fin squid. Dude, look at that. Oh, jeez. Terrifying. That is the stuff of nightmares. Look so, up so big thi- fin squid. So I think it, this, if you, the two things that will blow people's mind, one, because it makes you feel insignificant is if you look at the size of, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. If you, so two things. If you look at the, if you look at the, like up at the stars and realize how big space is and then realize that your life is like. I'm a speck in a speck of time. Like that's the part where don't do that if you're feeling like yeah. you want to feel down. Now that if you now that you're depressed, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So that that's like one side. The other side is if you go deep down in the ocean and look down at the bottom ocean, the bottom feeders that have never seen the light of day, those things will ruin oh. your day. Oh. And they're 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 just they're like mon- they're worse than monsters you would see in a horror movie because you just look at them like that thing is they're huge too. Um, but like that's something like in your nightmares, you like this creepy crawly thing where you see like from like. Uh, Night before Christmas, all these like weird little characters or whatever. That's the kind of stuff that I was to see. I'd be like, that would give me nightmares. Twenty six feet long. How many tentacles? Whatever those I things think are. Ten- I think squids have eight, don't they? Or do they have? I don't know. The same oh, as octopus. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One of those things. <laughs> and I'm. That's like having five, one, or six. Was it like four, eleven five, toes six, or something? Seven. I'm counting nine. I maybe they. What a world. It does not say how many. It just says that the arms and tentacles of the squid are both extremely long. What? Oh, so it has arms and tentacles? Okay, so this will ruin your night. So what, what's the name of that again? So people, because I wish I had like a <laughs> okay, video camera. Okay, look so, at this fight before you go to, go to sleep and you'll sleep real well. Uh, big fin squids. Big fin? Big fin. One word. Big fin. They have not been spotted many times because they live so close to the bottom of the ocean. That's so crazy. It's an alien world. 
It, they're, they're, it's an alien. That's what it is. It uh, is. Oh my god, the pictures are just so freaky. So big fin squid. Look it up. Here it is with his big fins out. <laughs> it looks like a. It looks like a, a sea ray. Did you? Oh and, man. And a and a and a, and a uh, uh, what's the puppet there? Like a puppeteer, like the like do, 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 when you like on the strings and you move their hands. A puppet. I think it's is that what's called a puppet? I think so. A puppeteer is a guy that runs the puppet. Kind of yeah. looks like a. It kind of looks like an X-ray fish or a stingray. Stingray, stingray. looks like a stingray fish with like a bunch of like puppet like cables coming. From it it. kind of does, yeah, because it has the fins. Looks like it's like yeah. It's Stingrays freaky. also get ginormous. They're massive. They get so big. It's they're freaky too. So yeah. So if you want nightmares, look, yeah, up, look up big, big fin, squid. fin squid and friends. Don't show it to your kids. Yeah. Or or me or i don't freak you out that's actually that's actually very disturbing so (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) all right so i got suits positive note big fins big fin squids negative note that's it folks (laughs) episode 85 (laughs) of realty talk with ellie and caitlin